Hey there, welcome to Skincare School, your ultimate skincare study guide. My name is Amy Clark and I'm Adore Beauty's Senior Editor. And I'm Michelle Wong of Lab Muffin Beauty Science. This week on Skincare School. Sensitive skin, basically your skin is reacting too quickly. It's like a fire alarm that goes off when you put in your toast. But often we hear that these products, they must be as natural as possible if you have sensitive skin. And it's kind of not the case. Um, I would just straight out be like, that's not the case at all. (laughs) Okay, nature doesn't care what your skin looks like. The best way to describe this product is probably like someone that's just really kind and helpful coming over to you and going, Wusa, it's okay, it's going to be okay. And just really like bringing the temperature down. Can you believe we are in week 10 of skincare school? This week we are talking about sensitivity and if you remember right back to episode one, we touched on sensitive skin because a lot of people think that sensitive skin is a skin type but it's more of a skin condition. So today we're going to talk about you know, generally speaking, what is sensitivity, what causes it, as well as bust some myths and then talk about some great sensitive skin product recommendations. So Michelle, take us away with the sensitive skin lesson plan. Yeah. So sensitive skin, basically your skin is reacting too quickly. It's like a fire alarm that goes off when you put in your toast. It's alerting to things that it shouldn't be alerting to, and unfortunately, you are going to suffer the consequences. So this usually happens when your barrier is either impaired, so that more allergens and irritants and other things that your skin doesn't like can get in, or it's just that your skin gets really easily triggered. There are lots of different causes of sensitive skin. The biggest ones are probably genetics, hormones. If your skin happens to be in some sort of state of inflammation because of just how it is or because you've got a particular medical condition. And yeah, there are other triggers as well, like environmental things, heat, light, stress, laundry detergents, and unfortunately, even your skincare products. So usually that's when you have sensitized skin. When you stop doing those things to your skin, then your skin is happy again. There are a bunch of different sensitive skin conditions as well. And a lot of these are things that you should really go see a doctor about because they can diagnose you. They can work out what's going on. They can work out if it's actually what you think it is, which is often a big issue. Not Dr. Google, an actual human doctor. Yeah, who can give you an individualized recommendation for what you should do. So we'll just briefly touch on these. One of the most common ones for our listener demographic is probably rosacea. Rosacea is a reactive chronic condition that's to do with inflammation. The biggest signs of this are probably redness. So you'll get lots of flushing, broken capillaries, and even pimples and sensitivity. And this gets more common in like after you turn about 30, between 30 and 50. And if you're female, then rosacea affects, I believe it's 15% of Caucasian women. Another one is dermatitis. There's tons of different types of dermatitis. In general, it's just when your skin's irritated. And a lot of the time you just get things like you'll feel like your skin's itchy and irritated. Um, You might even get a rash. 
One of the better known ones is atopic dermatitis, which is also known as eczema. This is where you get lots of dry, flaky, itchy skin. You also get a lot of redness, mostly because you end up scratching it so much because it is so irritating. It usually turns up on your face and neck and also in the crooks of your elbows and knees. And also in the... What do you call the bits? I'm I'm not thinking webs. What am I thinking? Like the bits it between is, your it's fingers. A webbing. I feel like it's sort of webbing, but then it sounds like you've you've got like frog hands. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> have, I have normal hands, but I think just with this new world order, more hand washing and sano, I get eczema in between my fingers. So it can really happen all over. Yeah. It is a bit more common in children, so a lot of people grow out of it, but a lot of people don't, so luck of the draw. Whether you think you are dealing with some sensitivity because of your skincare routine or any kinds of lifestyle factors, hormonal factors, or if you think you might have more of a sensitive skin condition that can be often a genetic thing, definitely go and see a medical professional, a dermatologist or a skin specialist to get really personalized advice. But generally speaking, what kinds of things are we looking for um, and what ingredients are we looking for in sensitive skin products? So for sensitive skin, because it's so easily triggered, I think it's more of an issue of what to avoid rather than what to specifically look (laughs) for. So fragrance is a common irritant for sensitive skin. You might also want to avoid fancy natural ingredients because things that are natural, they just have so much variation and they tend to contain lots and lots of different chemicals. So yeah, it might be best to steer clear of natural ingredients. There are some ingredients that are quite good for sensitive skin though. So vitamin B3, niacinamide, we talked about that all the way back in episode three. That tends to be quite good because it soothes your skin and it can help with the barrier. There's also other things like oat extract, which is a classic for chickenpox, allantoin, which is really soothing, chamomile, licorice, and ceramides are always really good. And of course, if you want treatments where Like if you feel like your sensitive skin is a massive issue, see a doctor and they have some stronger treatments as well. So that's your kind of quick-ish wrap-up of skin sensitivity. And, you know, as we always say, we aren't, well, you have a PhD, but we're not dermatologists, we're not skin therapists or dermal clinicians. But if you do want to dive a bit deeper into sensitivity, I highly recommend going and listening to episode 13 of the Beauty IQ Uncensored podcast, where Hannah First and Joanna Fleming interviews a dermatologist all about sensitive skin. So I'll pop the link there and you can go and listen to that as a bit of homework. This is our second to last pop quiz. It just dawned on me. Um, How does that make you feel, Michelle? Relieved, honestly. Um, (laughs) I feel like I might pass this class. (laughs) Yes, I think you're going to pass. Who's marking? Am I marking? Um, I'll mark it. I'll mark it. I'll do the work. I'll mark it. It's okay. You can can just have a break. (laughs) Thanks for that. Um, All right. So first question, true or false, if you have sensitized skin, you can't use active skincare products. So I guess this is mostly true because some really active skincare products, they can be really irritating and they might actually be causing your sensitized skin. So, but it doesn't really mean that you have to avoid everything. So like I said before, there's a bunch of ingredients that are really good for sensitive skin. They might be anti-irritant, anti-inflammatory. They might also help repair your barrier. So that would be good. But with the really irritating ones, then 
it's probably best to avoid the stronger ones, maybe find some gentler versions, maybe just use them less. So yeah, if you have sensitized skin, just proceed with a lot of caution. And actually something really helpful that we have done throughout this series, so pat on the back to us, is when we've been talking about, you know, vitamin C, vitamin A and exfoliants, we've always included options for, you know, gentler options on the sides of the scales. So if you're not, if you're ever not sure, go back, listen to those episodes and um, you'll be able to find the best in class active recommendations for sensitized skin. My second question for you, Michelle, is, is natural better for sensitive skin? And I know you talked just briefly before, but often we hear that these products, they must be as natural as possible if you have sensitive skin. And it's kind of not the case. Um, I would just straight up be like, that's not the case at all. (laughs) (laughs) You're, I'm like trying to be a bit more diplomatic and you're just like, nah. (laughs) It's just, Okay, nature doesn't care what your skin looks like. Nature just wants you to reproduce, basically. Um, That's all nature cares about. Get old enough to reproduce. You've passed on your genes. You can just go do whatever now. I guess the conclusion there is no, natural is not necessarily better. In general, it is going to be safer if you go for blander products and those tend to not have natural ingredients because there's just so much variation with natural ingredients. If you go out and pick like an apple, let's say, in winter, it's going to taste completely different from an apple in summer. And that's because those apples contain different ingredients. So yeah, there's some good extracts. We mentioned some before, oatmeal, chamomile extract, centella extract as well, which is another more popular one that's getting more trendy lately. But in general, it's going to be more complicated, which means you'll just have a higher chance of a reaction. The other thing too is, you know, it's it's your body, it's your choice. So it, we all have our different preferences. In other words, natural, not always better in, in quotation marks. Last one, how can I tell if I have sensitive skin or sensitized skin or if I just have an impaired skin barrier? I think the best way to think about it is if you have sensitive skin, it's a pattern that's consistent over time. If you think about what your skin was like before you ever used skincare, when you were a kid, before you probably suddenly started needing skincare when you became a teenager. God, those were the days, weren't they? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If as a kid you have sensitive skin, then your skin is probably truly sensitive. If you've never had issues before and you've only started having issues in the last few years when you suddenly discovered actives, um, then that's a really good sign that you just have sensitized skin. And if you pause your actives for a while and it recovers, then it's sensitized. So yeah, I think the biggest issue these days is there's so many exciting products on the market. You just kind of want to throw them all on your face and then you get slapped in the face with the results, which is an impaired barrier where products that shouldn't be stinging start stinging. Yeah, like water, for example. Water Mm. probably shouldn't sting. Thank you for that pop quiz, Michelle. Full marks, I think. Now on to best-in-class products for sensitivity in general. And the first one is a brand that we have spoken about at length on this podcast. It's La Roche-Posay. And it's specifically the Tolerian range or Tolerane, Tolerian. I mean, it's a French brand. I'm butchering it. But <laughs> it's been designed to be used in managing sensitive skin conditions for sensitized skin because the formulations are super minimal. You know, there's not too many ingredients in there. They also 
contain the thermal spring water, which is kind of La Roche-Posay's ingredient that they put in all the Tolerian range. So if you're looking to start a routine for sensitized skin and you don't really know where to start, look for that Tolerian range. And there's the Dermo Cleanser, which is a really nice milky cleanser, the different moisturizers, so ultra sensitive, ultra light sensitive, and the sensitive prebiotic moisturizer. So they're basically just different moisturizers within the range with different consistencies as well as the Tolerian Ultra Dermalego. That just sounds really elegant, doesn't it? The Tolerian Ultra Dermalego Serum. That one's a really great one if you want to incorporate a serum in your routine. And then also we have on Adore the La Roche-Posay Sensitive Skin Kit, which essentially contains the cleanser, the moisturizer, and a thicker one that you can put on at nighttime. So in short, you can't really go wrong with any products from the Tolerian range. Our next best-in-class product is the Mesoesthetic Post-Procedure Fast Skin Repair. This was our best-in-class for sensitized skin back in week one. And this is just like a really intense moisturizer. It's got tons of oils and it's got some really good anti-inflammatory ingredients that can calm down your skin. Um, so it's got things like Centella Asiatica extract, which I mentioned briefly earlier. This is like a really trendy ingredient at the moment. A lot of French brands use it, including La Roche-Posay and a lot of Asian brands as well. And this one also also has licorice extract, which is, again, really good for calming down inflammation. The next product I want to talk about is the Alpha H Vitamin E Serum. It's worth mentioning that each of these individual Alpha H Vitamin Serums that we have mentioned through the series, so there was a Vitamin B, there's the Vitamin A, the Vitamin C, and now the Vitamin E. You can actually buy it in a profiling kit with the 15 mil kind of sample ones. So if you've been listening to this podcast over the last few weeks and have been intrigued by these Alpha H single serums, you could also, a good way to test them out is to buy the profiling kit before committing to the full size. But we talked about vitamin E a little bit in our vitamin C episode, which was week five or six. It's really testing my um, teacher abilities here. But Michelle, can you kind of explain why vitamin E is a helpful ingredient? Yeah, so vitamin E is an antioxidant. It soaks up free radicals. If you remember, free radicals are really reactive substances that can bash into your skin parts and start damaging your skin. And that can lead to inflammation, which can lead to more sensitivity. So having something with antioxidants that can soak up these free radicals can be really good just to calm down your sensitive skin. It's good for other skin types as well, but yeah, for sensitive skin, it can help calm it down. Another great product for sensitized skin that is also often used post-procedure. I mean, the mesoesthetic product, it literally says post-procedure or post-treatment in the name, but another really good one that's often used after professional skin treatments like skin needling or things like that, where there's you're getting the skin stirred up to elicit a response. So this product is the ASAP Soothing Gel. And as the name suggests, it's just really soothing. And one of the things with sensitized skin, or especially if you have rosacea, you would know that the skin can become inflamed, red, and feel hot to touch. The best way to describe this product is probably like someone that's just really kind and helpful coming over to you and going, 
Wilsar, it's okay, it's going to be okay, and just really like bringing the temperature down. Yeah, so it's got lots and lots of nice soothing ingredients. It's got aloe vera for moisturizing. It's got vitamin B5 as well, which we mentioned, a really nice super moisturizer kind of ingredient. It's also got some antioxidant ingredients like uh, vitamin E and green tea, and so all of this just helps calm down your skin. And the final best-in-class product is actually a recommendation from Joanna Fleming. So if you read Beauty IQ or listen to Beauty IQ Uncensored, you might recognize this name. It's called the Osmosis Skincare Rescue Epidermal Repair Serum. It's a really nice long name for you, but Jo wrote an article about this because Joanna actually has rosacea and she wrote an article about how this was basically the best serum that she'd found for rosacea and it just went bananas. It's a very expensive serum. It's over $200 and also it has a distinct scent, which as it's kind of a running theme in this series is products that do good things often don't smell like roses and daisies and nice scents. But the ingredient in this one is actually a patented ingredient called trioxalane. Yeah, so trioxalane is ozonized ethyl oleate. It's basically like an oil that's been reacted a few times, um, if that makes sense. So it's like a, um, a modified oil. So this can help neutralize toxins and calm down inflammation. Um, it can also do some things deeper in the skin as well. So it can help with wound repair and help with appearance of pores and age spots and also just help out with your overall skin texture. So this has really impressive results. And yeah, it's just really good at helping with inflammation, helping with pigment, does a bit of everything. And so that's sensitized skin. That is the end of week 10. Again, our final message about skin sensitivity and sensitive skin conditions, go see a medical expert. Listen to this podcast and then if that prompts you to go and see someone about your skin, that's kind of our job well done. So next week we are actually going to be talking about pigmentation. It's a super common skin concern and one that you've likely Googled before. So stay tuned. We'll have all the answers for you next week and we'll see you then. Thanks for listening to Skincare School. If you're a bit of a teacher's pet, you'll find links to all the extra readings and products mentioned in this episode in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe in your podcast app and you'll get a notification the second our next episode drops. And while you're there, you might as well tell us what you think about our podcast. Leave us a review and a five-star rating. And don't forget to tell everyone in your life about Skincare School because at the end of the day, we are here to serve. See you next week.